What? <laughs> repeat it. Repeat it. I just started the podcast. Repeat it. Oh, uh, uh, happiness is a warm gun. You, you did lost all the accent and all the effect you happiness had. Happiness is a warm gun. There you go. What movie is that? Uh, I think it's a Beatles album. It's a Beatles oh, song. Oh, is it? So that's why I didn't recognize or, it. Or happiness is a... Yeah, I think he says happiness is a warm gun. Or happiness uh, is a gun, something like that. It's not a loaded gun. It's a warm gun. So it's been used. Maybe. Maybe it's a loaded gun. I can't remember. The Beatles are overrated. I don't disagree. <laughs> Happiness is a gun. I looked it up, and it says yeah. warm gun. You're right. Okay, okay. Yeah. And it was... I don't want to play it, because it'll get shut off immediately. Oh, God, yeah. You'd be... Paul McCartney will come to your house and kill you with yeah, a warm it's, gun. It's, it's the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. I Beatles. don't know much about the Beatles, I'll be honest. So. Hey, look. It's the one poster that didn't get fucked up today. Uh-oh. What happened? The other poster was like a triangle box that split in half and <sighs> fucked up the whole poster. Is that a new one? It didn't come in a, in a tube. That's weird. It's super yeah. trippy looking on your poster. This is just a visual thing so if you're on the podcast, check out the, the video, but it is yeah. super trippy because it looks like because the light's hitting it and it's just like it's like 3D. It's weird. It's popping. Yeah, I mean, like, like here, I'll, I'll, I'll like dim it down a little bit so you can get a better idea of what it looks Really looks like it's, it. It looks just, like let's turn off that backlight. Opening, it looks like the opening of 1985 Twilight Zone episode. No, no, that means we're gonna hear <laughs> Jerry Garcia's bullshit with Jerry, Jerry Garcia playing in the background. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I know. I want to. I kind of want to do the same thing you have there. You you got me started. Um, I don't, I'm not gonna get a frame for. I have zero room in here to put up a poster, but I think I'm gonna do it right no here. Wall space. I have this spot right here, this little blank canvas right here, and that's it. Well, there you go. That's that's nothing. But so I'll put up What's the Pinkfoot one there. Well, yeah, I mean, well, like, well, like, I mean, you can have the the wall one if you want. I mean, it it, it there's a like I sent you the picture of the crease, right? I think I don't remember getting a picture. Um, that's well, the box. Is it a vintage one or is it a new? Is it a re redo or? Because sometimes no. the vintage ones are creased no, because they folded them. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a pink screaming at the wall. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, I've yeah. never seen that. No. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hear the theme song, which I kind of like the 2002 episodes because I get to play this. When I die, I want to be high. Never worry, just bury me along with my currency. You're entering the Twilight Zone. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Okay, run it. Roll, roll it again. Roll it again. You're entering L.I.W. The Twilight Zone. Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. The Twilight Zone. Review, episode 247. Today is the most mediocre day in the history of this show's live stream. We watched the first up, 2002 Twilight Zone 122, Found and Lost. It's the it's the inverse of that Lost and Found episode we did from the 85 episode. Remember that? Where she finds a time traveler in her closet that stole her coffee mug? Remember that bullshit? Yeah. Yep. Today's the inverse. It's Found and Lost. And, and it still makes zero sense. I'm Phoenix Who West. I was gonna say, who are you? <laughs> I'm Frank Links. <laughs> Dick Dicker. I was letting Dick speak. Um, 
Got to let your dick speak, man. Let it speak, gotta bro. Breathe. Yeah. You got to let the dick breathe. Got to get that venom out, you know, those word venom. <laughs> you got to let, let the turtle out of the shell, you know what I'm saying? Don't we look sexier this week? I got everything in purple. We got our Forrest Whitaker background. Yeah, and that's very nice. We got, like, I can play videos and stuff over it. This is, this is sexy. You got a whole new system then. Yeah. You do? And your system's yeah. going to crash now. You're going to try to play a video of Forrest Whitaker appearing in the house awkwardly in this episode. And Jansen's not here to fix it. Yeah, I'll do the, <laughs> I'll do the space background. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Ooh. It's for the 85 one, but it'll do. It is. Because I have Forrest Whitaker here, but we can't see him with all three of us, so it's kind of pointless. No. So I'll do space. But I yeah, like new setup. Everything's in purple. The, the show color. They're not really stars. They're galaxies. There you go. Cool. <laughs> I want to be high. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, Found and Lost. It stars Mr. Megan Fox. That is true. And... We've seen this a thousand fucking times, this episode. It's basically the same thing as that. What was that? One of the first episodes we did, the 2002 version, uh, that with the house. And they go to the house, and she meets the... Yeah, cutesy. There's a cutesy, romantic, kind of, like, the, happy The, the Robin Tunney one. Yeah, where she her uh, husband's dead, and they talked about a house on the hill, and she finds it. The and... photographs. That's what it was. Yeah, photographs, yeah. It was called... I don't have... What? It was way too whimsy for me. Well, you, this it. one is right up that alley of whimsy. But this one doesn't do the... It doesn't do that until the last few minutes where it does the super like, this is what this means. That sort yeah. of ending, like the Grey's Anatomy ending. They say that love... Like that shit. No, mm. instead it, it kind of just plods along. It was a good pace. I wasn't bored. It didn't feel too long. I was just like, I don't give a shit. No, I mean, the episode's fine. It's a yeah. very simple, it's a simple paint-by-numbers saccharine episode. That's all it is. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's Hallmark. It's like, oh, it's a feel-good episode. But if Rod Sterling wrote this episode, it would have been him, like, going to his old house, and it would be, like, it would be a crack house, and he gets shot. He would get shot by a drug dealer in a bad sting because well, these episodes always end badly in the Twilight Zone original versions. I just found something out right now, right this <gasps> second. Oh, no. Guess who wrote this story? Bill Mooney. Damn it, you looked. I saw it. It was on the, it was on the credits. It's like, how can I, I not see I didn't. I don't pay attention. I'm, I, I always what, do, yeah. I usually start it, and I'm like, all right, I got a thousand things to do. So I'm like, all right, what? Am, oh, Brian Austin, why the fuck is he here? Yeah. All right. No, somehow Dick, you know, he, he he reads all the credits and remembers <laughs> yeah. every fucking name. I told <laughs> you, I'm, I'm really good at, like, actors and movies. Dick is, like, the producer and and writer extraordinaire. Well, I don't know any of that. It, it just depends on what it is. Like, because Bill Mooney, that's when you realize, oh, shit, that's Bill Mooney wrote this episode. So I guess he was part of the the writing team of this show like for a time i guess bill oh. too good to get back to us about it's still a good life mummy yeah bastard Son we don't want bitch. you bill go, go go do your lost in space reunion somewhere else hey i love lost in space so loser me or him no him they're okay. all dead bill <laughs> what are you gonna do now all your friends are dead bill penny's alive she's kind of hottie too who penny 
Oh, oh, she's barely human. Something Cartwright. Penny. My penny. I said I talk about this on the show. This is what I'm drinking tonight. Ooh, Oberon. This is a. This is from my from a from my home. It's a little home brew. It's from Michigan. Oh, Bell's there you Brew. Go. It's like a a wheat beer with vodka in it. That's crazy. Wheat beer. Well, that's what beer is, right? Is wheat. Not all. What, pretty much. Was it made from Lake Michigan water? Um, no, they're from further in, so it's probably like an offshoot, a, a dirty river. <laughs> Swill. Yeah, they're from uh, both Kalamazoo and Comstock Park, which is like outside of Grand Rapids. So I'm sure it's oh, just Comstock like Park. the Great. fucking Grand River runoff bullshit. Wow. My my uh, co-host lives in Wyoming, Michigan. Wow. He lives in a, a white trash neighborhood. Congratulations. Wyoming, Michigan. There's a Wyoming, Michigan. I never yeah. knew that. It's awful. What a, what a wonderful country we live in. There's Wyoming, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, your your town is named Wyoming, but you live in Michigan? It's wacky. Like, strange. I think that's like right by me when I grew up. Let me look it up. Yeah, someone, you probably lived in. Someone didn't just, you have like snow galore in your life, though? Wasn't it? It was snowed every winter. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't it? It's, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a frozen wasteland over there. <laughs> Why wouldn't it snow every winter? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, it snows a lot. Oh, Wyoming, yeah. Michigan is outside of Grand Rapids, so yeah. It yeah. does snow here every winter as well. Yeah, right? every well, yeah, winter you, you everywhere in, for the most part. Yeah, the East Coast is all fucked up with weather. I'm sorry. I've never experienced it because I live <laughs> over here on the West Coast. So Wyoming, Michigan is just What's outside up, of Grand Rapids, so it's like 30 minutes West away from where Grand. I grew up. So, when I die, I want to be high west yeah. coast news. But not where you Michigan. at, Sacramento? <laughs> Sacramento, where you at? That's, well, what, yeah. that's the quote. Come on. Yeah, well, representing the. Three I didn't want to. I didn't want to get copyrighted. There we go. There he is. There's Forrest. The two one two. Yo. All right. What Forrest Whitaker is that? That's from. Oh, I don't even remember. Wow. I don't even remember. Like... A steampunk forest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, you like it? Steampunk. It's pretty good. Literally burning the forest down. Lost steampunk. Sexual case of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you just read my name. <laughs> well, I originally wrote this as my as my name on here on the screen for the live show. Um, Phoenix West assumes the other two guys are going to use the curious case of in quotes as their name. So I'm not. It turns out neither That's one so- of you did. Yeah, well, it was, it's early yet. This is for the first episode. It was over yet, 50 but... characters, so I couldn't do it. Yeah, so, it's a long name. <laughs> so I changed it to... And it sounds more like a legal battle that I lost when I was sexually harassing someone when I wrote this. <laughs> but whatever. No, that's fine. That works. <laughs> You're sexually harassing that other Twilight Zone uh, host show. What was his name? The British guy? Sir Rally? Tom Elliott? His name? Yeah, that's it. How do you confuse Tom Elliott with Sir Rally? <laughs> I don't know. I was going off of someone with a Sir... We're never getting him on this show. You think nope. a, you think the queen was like, yep, I'm going to knight a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it's a Twilight Zone podcaster. That's my favorite show. And you see, he has a pure white bloodline. So, of course, I knighted him. Yes. I knighted him. It's wonderful. Yeah, the yeah the Brits are one of the most racist people on earth. Well, sure. Damn right. They love themselves some white people. Well, let's talk about the actual episode. Shall we? Speaking um, of white people, the whitest man on earth, Sean Austin Green. Yeah, he he is severely miscast for the 
the the tycoon, the the mogul in this episode, but he's good with the with the stuff later on, like the personal stuff. I didn't mind. Right. Yeah. But when I, he's in the I, office, I, he, I hated him. Well, well, because what he's, he's he's playing the I'm the I'm the hot shot. I'm, I'm cool, but like it kind of wears off real quick. But he's not hot like, shot. He's just going. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. 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 With yeah. his stylus, because well, it's, like, yeah. it's 2002. <laughs> He's got a stylus with his Blackberry. He's writing, and it's going, messing it all up. Yeah. It's the <laughs> like, fucking shit. The shittiest phones of the early 2000s. I have a stylus. There you go. Yeah, but his is way smaller and worthless. Why? Why, Frank? Do you have a stylus? <laughs> Are you painting something? <laughs> My iPad. That's, well? that's not a stylus. That's an iPad that has that feature. Yeah, it's a pen. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a pencil app thing. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah, it's a it's a seventh gen iPad. Ooh, oh wow, there you go. I Frank's one of those guys that gets the new version every single time, and then he no. breaks it immediately. Yeah, every and, day one he broke that. Do you yeah. think every time you break a new technology, do you say I I had all the time in the world? It's not fair. <laughs> I'm still paying for it. Yeah, there you go. I'm. I have eight hundred dollars left to pay on something I haven't uh, had since on the third gen. <laughs> Eventually, I will pay off the third gen, and then I'll start paying off the fourth. You know, I'll get there. It's it's a uh, no, no, it, it's like it, steps, it was, dude. It was the five sixteen gig. Um, What's that noise? You know, iPad Pro. What is that tapping sound? That was Dick. <laughs> is that your phone vibrating? Probably. <laughs> this, uh, the fraud thing's trying to call me. It's oh, like, yeah. Uh, it's the one about, like, oh, your card has been stolen. You know, it is. Press like, 247 to yeah. leave. Otherwise, we sue you. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Just give us. <laughs> that escalated. Damn. Your social security number. We're going to prison. <laughs> okay. Come get me. It was just the ironic thing is, I was, I was going to put the screen protector on the front of the iPad and then my dog barked because every time somebody walked up the steps, he would go batshit nuts and scare the shit out of me. I went, whoa, oh, and went, and then you, you know when it hits the tile floor and it doesn't hit the corner and ding 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 it just thump. <laughs> wow. You, you know that entire screen is just spidered. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, oh. And then, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, I have a sure in insurance and they sent me a $1,500 check. Yeah, and, yeah, right. And I paid my rent with it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of giving it to Verizon so I could buy a new one. That's fine. Fuck Verizon. Verizon well, is the only company I'll never go back to. Well, I'm still paying. <coughs> the, damn. Still paying for it anyway. Well, I don't really feel it because I pay. Yeah, yeah that's fine. They, they do that. Yeah, they, they hide in there. And I, I don't know how that works because they, they tell you, like, oh, it, it's like this episode. Well, like, yeah, like like this watch, I have like $33 left until right. I, like on it. And then I can upgrade to the new one. And You'll pay off 63 times in a row. And they're like, now you owe $27. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? How high is this yeah. interest? Yeah. It, it, it's like four more payments later. It's like now you only owe thirteen. It's like, how much am I paying a month toward this fucking thing? 
Like I've had the watch for three damn years. How is it not paid off? This is gonna be a well, seven could... hour seven hour podcast. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. He Sorry. he is the the head of a company. They're making sure. they're making a a uh, a deal. He's selling to, off his company. To they're gonna sell, and his company's name is Monarch Foods. Mon, or the Monarch Foods is gonna buy his company. I wasn't really sure which. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he does. Like I have no I, idea. It's just he's a, he's a mogul. There's two there's it's two it. things I always say about genre uh, episodes or movies. It's no. always spooky, spooky, which somehow Adam has taken as his. The other one is um, business, uh, busy businessman. He's a yeah. busy businessman. That's all that matters. Yeah. Is he, he's doing business, doing busy businessman stuff. And he's so he's so successful. He's so scary successful. He's made so much fucking money. He's a multi billionaire. We don't. They never whatever. say his value. But no, it is the episode. Kind of, I guess the most similar episode of the original series. Frank would be. Um, what the fuck? Uh, of late, I think of Cliffordville. The busy businessman gets a chance to go back. Only he literally goes back in time in the in the original. Yeah. Um, well, so did what, the other one where the guy goes back in time to no, his but, childhood. Uh, the other one. We see the same actor go back. So this is a different actor. It's a little bit different. Um, it's stupid in this one. Yeah. And the original is also an hour because it's a season four episode. But oh, I like oh. the original. Not great, but good. But he he's talking to his assistant. And she says, um, there's a girl from a newspaper in your office. Her name is blah, blah, blah. And she's there. And he's like, why is she here? She's like, probably knows information about the Monarch deal. And then he goes in there and talks to her. And she, I, I wrote down, thanks to the alien robot for describing what our main character is. Because I kind of want to play some of her clips. Because she is, you are a 20, successful 33-year-old <laughs> who is the head of a, like, she just describes exactly what he is. I don't have it yet. Give me time. Well, she. Say, if you want me, uh, I could probably do it. It's right here. Yeah. Just gotta. Okay. This is her well, meet. She... Yeah, go ahead. Well, she she comes in. She's the news reporter. She looks like some. She's some actress. I, she looks familiar. I can't remember what word she's been in. She looks like uh, Judy Greer, kind of. She does look like Judy Greer. Yeah, she's like the poor man's Judy Greer. Yeah, Judy Greer's in she's... everything now. She's in a fucking Halloween movie. Yeah, that was strange. She's gonna be in that trilogy, I think, because she's the next one's coming out this year for Halloween. Yeah. Halloween Kills or whatever. Uh, Halloween like could... Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. I think it is. But uh, well, it should be called Halloween COVID because it's supposed to come out last year. Yeah. Anyway, here's this. Man left Evanston, senior year of high school. Traveled to Venice, California. Opened up your first cappuccino stand before your 18th birthday. Two weeks shy. 16 years later, you're CEO of one of America's leading coffee franchises. And oh, there it is. Okay, fine. Coffee franchise. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the episode. <coughs> Sue me. You know what's funny? I'll, I'll give a spoiler alert. I did a filthy Twilight Zone for this, and I heard coffee franchises 17 times when I was editing. Forgot. <laughs> Just forgot. Didn't fucking matter. Never. No. Mostly because I censored over the word coffee. So he's like the leader of a cock franchise or whatever you want to assume the, the censors in, in place for. His, his dirty, dirty cock franchise. <laughs> yeah. So I, 
I, I watched that a dozen times because I had to edit it and, and miss that. I don't know how, but... Well, yeah, well, it was... <laughs> shit. He's selling his coffee franchise to Monarch Foods, apparently. All right. Well, that makes a lot more sense now. And then she explains that he stole, or he took, he sold. No, she just says, you sold your father's baseball that was signed by the 1927 Yankees when you were 17. Sold it for $8,000, which, if you're curious, is (laughs) 10,666.66 phone calls from Ohio to St. Louis. And he sold it for $8,000 and started a company with, and... And that's and that it. was the same baseball from the Sandlot. I wrote down that exactly. It's a, it <laughs> looks the same. It's chewed up. It's slobber on it. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, really? But what, what? So here's the thing. Like, why is that such a bad thing? Like, he should have just told his dad, "Look, I want to be a businessman. Let me invest this because this is the only thing we can to invest, and I'll buy it back for you one day." But let this be the start, like the seed to a great oak of a company. Because he could have bought the fucking baseball 25 times over. Yes. Like after he was successful. The problem is so he, like, he only sold it for eight grand. I'm like, that baseball's worth fucking millions well, now. Back then, too. Like that was when yes. that shit was hot. Now, I mean, it goes back and forth. But no, then when baseball was hot, that would have been like a million dollar ball. Yeah. They just sold more than 8,000. Someone just sold today. A LeBron James rookie card that was signed for four point six million. I, I got a notification why? on my phone for some fucking reason because it, it was graded too. But they're grading cards now. That's why all the yes, cards but, are going up in price. Yeah. But if you had a nineteen twenty seven signed baseball by the entire team, yeah. we're talking now. Right now, twenty twenty one, we're talking sure. seven hundred fifty million. Todd, Todd McFarlane would yeah. buy that. Todd McFarlane would buy it for five million dollars. If I said it was haunted, Zach Baggins would buy it for a quarter mil. And so, stick it in his ass. Yeah. No, uh, no, that that fucking Virgin Galactic fucker would be there. <laughs> no, but Tom McFarlane's a big sports memorabilia buyer. He oh, has he? all the Kirk McGuire or uh, what's his name? Kirk McGuire. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, fucking Mark McGuire you, ball, baseball. Why was he got his juiced up balls? <laughs> He's got all the ball. He paid a million dollars. For like each ball, something like that. He spent so much money to get all of them, all sixty nine or whatever it is. I think he got Sammy Sosa's too. Is he only interested in steroid balls? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, I remember it. That was back in the nineties, right? Yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I couldn't have cared fuck less. Well, I I was never into baseball because by the time I was into baseball, they they struck. And so I was out. I was done with baseball forever. It's like I saw Sammy Sosa, and I'm like, how is this guy belting them the fuck out like the way he is? He yeah. is – I'm bigger than him. Like, <laughs> And then suddenly he showed up one year, and he was three times your size. Yeah, But then again, Mark if, McGuire's head became like – Yeah, I mean, yes, steroids does that have that effect on people. But are you going to – okay, you go take steroids – I'll throw balls at you. Are you going to hit him every time, home run every time? If you were just a, a, a generic baseball player? I would throw the ball into his face, his stupid steroid face. I would walk him every time. Why wouldn't you? If he's on a streak that hot where he's setting records that were soon they, they ignore. Like, they ignore uh, Barry Bonds overcoming Hank Aaron in the home run. thing. <laughs> they just ignore that because steroids. Yeah, I remember when that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like... It was obvious he was on steroids because Barry Bonds went from 
it was the same thing. He was a he was he was a string bean to a he, he went from a string bean to a big head of cauliflower. Oh yeah. yeah. And Jose Caseco too. Jose Caseco cards used to be worth like big money, and then he came out as a fucking juicer and tattletailed on everybody, and his card just plummeted. He's he, like a, a ten dollar card at best now. He came out like a mafia informant though. Like, all right, I'm yeah. guilty. So the fuck are these people? Like, yeah, this he's motherfucker an in front of Congress. This what guy, that guy. Shit. Yeah, Jose is a piece of shit. <laughs> of course, they all yeah, are. Fucking asshole. Who cares? Because stitches get stitches. Well, you know who else had fucking. Uh, Snitches. Uh, snitches, snitches get stitches, bro. bro. Don't ever. Don't, you better not say Frank Thomas. <laughs> Who? The, the big hurt for the White Sox. I'm a White Sox oh, fan. Oh, no, no. Frank Thomas was always a fat fuck. <laughs> Damn right. No, but I, I don't care about that shit. It's like you know what? And he never did anything great. I mean, uh, I mean, what did he do? Well, is a normal athlete. If he didn't take steroids, going to hit balls that far? I mean, come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're being a little loose with the, that, that term with Frank Thomas. <laughs> hey, balls. Yeah, I mean, he could hit a long ball, but uh, athlete? Well, no, you're not athletes. They're baseball players. Uh-oh. I just said it's my favorite baseball player. <laughs> and he starts shit-talking him. What year was he around for? With the nineties? In the nineties, mm. he went. He went. He was in the White Sox for a long time. I have a bunch of White Sox cards of him, and then he went to the no. Giants, and he just got thinking, but... his ass grew, and he uh, retired uh, soon after. <laughs> but... My as fan as Pablo. Uh, Pablo. He had a great ass. Great ass. Yes. Great ass. You got your head. Oh, I love it. I want to big hurt that ass. Big hurt. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, so take your dance baseball and sell it for money. So he he cuts off the interview after she says a bunch of shit, and she's all creepy. I thought I really thought the reveal was going to be that she was an alien or a robot, and then I kind of thought yeah. it was like the the card episode where it was the time. devil. Time, time, time. You mean a rubit? A rubit? A rubit? An alien rubit? But then oh, uh, love this rubit. She leaves, and he finds the baseball in the drawer, and he's like, "Who the fuck did it?" And he starts accusing everybody. Yeah. And then it cuts to the opening, and I'm like watching the corn yeah. thing. <laughs> yes. And then I kind of went. The corn intro is growing on me. I like Uh-oh. it. I like it more than the Jerry Garcia bullshit. I can't stand that song. I hate. I hate the fucking Grateful Dead. I really hate them. You're uh, not wrong, dude. The Grateful Dead is awful. Yeah, they're I, not good. What have they done? What? What? Like, couldn't pick one song. I mean, their music video, they were skeletons. Whoopity fuck do. I don't understand their music. I don't get it. It's awful. I don't get the appeal. Awful it's, music. It, they're, they're just like fish. I don't get fish. You got to see them live. They're a really good live band. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got to see them live while you're tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, I mean, when I'm tripping balls, all I gotta do is stare at wood paneling for fucking six hours, and I'm amused. Yeah, because wood pan, what what is the shit while you're tripping balls? <laughs> Anyways, I will get back. Dick, you want to take over describing the episode? I'm, yes, so we got uh, uh, Brian Austin Green. He's um. 
yeah, he, he got the baseball. He's trying, he, he's like, whoa, what's going on? And I wish he would have went through the window like a typical Twilight episode where he just goes crazy. He goes, who put it in here? And he jumps out the window. But then he goes home. <laughs> he goes home. He calls a whore. He has sex with a whore. He spends about five minutes with the whore. And she like says, uh, "Am I supposed to call you this?" This like he, she has a uh, laundry list of things she has to say to him, and she does it. She says, "They did it right, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, you did." And he pays her, and she leaves. And then after that, he um, the the chick comes back. The the right the reporter comes back. No, he tries to give. No, he goes back. The, the reporter chick shows up at the at the parking lot of his office. Pause. And she says like. Uh, like you gotta do, you gotta go right with this baseball. You should make it right again. Blah blah blah. Pause. Is that what happens? Yes, but pause. Pause on the horror part. Um, so yes. I had to pick something up on my side. Sorry. <laughs> because the whore, when he she gets, he goes home, checks his voicemails, gets one from the from the reporter. He ignores it. Here's one that's like. It's been days since I've seen you. I need I need to get over there. I miss you. Yeah. And then he starts fucking her. And I was like, oh, his girlfriend. Okay, here we go. Yeah. And then she's like, I love you. And he's like, he just says nothing. And I was like, this guy's yeah. a badass. And then <laughs> she rolls. He's like, I already finished. Get the fuck off me, bitch. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, you still have to pay me for the whole night. <laughs> she's like, do you want me to leave? He goes, yeah. I'm like, this guy's a really badass. She's, she, <laughs> and she is taking this like a champ. You don't say I love you to your whore. I didn't know she was a whore yet. Oh. Well, no, she she does it because he she has like a list of things to do because it makes him feel like oh he, he's yeah, special. It's the, but it's the not. girlfriend experience. It's, yeah, he, he has an empty life, and that's what that's establishing basically is he's lonely, and all he can do is pay for hard sex. But you don't know it's that like yet. a typical Tuesday at Dick Dickett's house. Yeah, yeah, it's only there's and like... they usually leave by eight. <laughs> Yeah, common courtesy. They don't get paid for the rest of the night. But this girl gets paid to spend the night. Yeah. I don't know why. I think he he goes, you have to call me every Tuesday and say you love me and miss me and want to fuck me. Yes. And then you come over, fuck me, say you love me, fall asleep, and and then in the morning, your pimp picks you up, and I have to send you (laughs) all fucking send you on the school bus. She she Ubers home. Get in the the Impala. Get in the Impala, young lady. How much did he pay her? Oh, a, a, a handful of money. Yeah, it was, it was you know cash. It was the it was the Louis C.K. like throws money to the faggy lordies. <laughs> <laughs> Sack of gold. <laughs> and then he jerks off in front of you. Yeah, straight, straight up cash money, bling bling. He just throw, he, he gives her a general amount of money, and then she leaves. It reminds me of the time Tony McGuire threw quarters at me because he didn't want him. He didn't like him. Um, fucking Toby T- McGuire. Oh, Toby McGuire is like the biggest asshole in the world. He is a scumbag. I don't like him. And I oh, he, never nobody have. does. He's a piece of shit. And now he's, he's gone. No, no, yeah, he's gone for like no one wants him because no one likes him. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's burnt his bridges. Who? Toby McGuire. He's real. Yeah, he's Spider Man. Remember Toby he- McGuire, the pudgy Spider Man from Oh, Toby McGuire. I thought you said Jerry McGuire. No, 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 no. The no, thing Toby, is. Toby. Uh, Mark McGuire did so many steroids during his baseball era that he he gave a tumor birth to to Toby McGuire, who became Spider Man, and it's a really weird backstory, but yeah, completely true. Well, he was in one of the best Twilight Zones that Peel did. Toby McGuire? No, you're thinking of the guy from the '70s show. 
Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Uh, way, be- way better. Way better. Yeah. I really. I suck. Well, you're not wrong. He, he, he About sucking? Spider-Man 3. <laughs> That's true, Topher, yeah. Topher Grace. Yeah, yeah so you're there's not a off. crossover there. <laughs> yeah, he was Venom, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But now Sam Raimi's going to pay for his sins because he's doing the Spider-Man 3 movie. Oh, or anyway. Spider-Man 4. Okay. So he goes to the closet. He finds his old Letterman jacket, and he's like, did that bitch, did that bitch yeah. pay you to put this jacket in here? And she's like... I don't know what you're talking about. I expect that's when I expected Dick what you were saying. I expected the yeah. whole what's crow? You guys are all crazy. You crazy whore. <laughs> it jumps out the window. Yeah. But no, he just goes, uh, Oh, okay. He says nothing more about it. He just believes her. I'm like, thank you. That's nice. It has my name on it, you fucking whore. <laughs> Did you do this? How do you know my real name, you whore? You whore, I'll pay to do You whore? Name. Are you best? Are you fucking best? Oh, oh fuck's here. Guess he, he uh he starts talking about his old ex-girlfriend, Bess. Who the fuck name is Bess? I have so many questions about the names, and I'll bring them up Bess. in a moment. Because, yeah. like you said, they go back to the. he goes back to work, sees her in the, in the garage, the car garage. She's like, you, uh, you do this about the baseball? And he's like, I don't give a shit, bitch. The, you gotta fix the... And he turns around because his, his secretary's there, and he turns back around, and she's gone. She's and gone. I'm like, stop turning your back to her, motherfucker, because it keeps happening. <laughs> But then again, it's like it's like that Simpsons episode where he turns. He goes, "I bought it from that booth over there." Oh wait, no, it was over there. Yeah. Ah, you'll be sorry. <laughs> and it's, it's her. She's like behind the other car. She goes, "Get rid of that baseball. Do yourself a favor." And she disappears. Yeah, I do or like she just that. Goes in her car and drives away. This is the first time I can think of where the motherfucker in the the main the Mister Megan Fox is only twenty nine here in real life. Really? But he's playing 33. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Frank, we always watch episodes where they're 47 playing 32. Or There's a shocker. <laughs> it's the first time I can name where the actor's a couple years younger than, than what he's on screen as. Yeah. But he also seems like he's on Thorazine the entire episode. So I don't know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. What is Thorazine? It calms you down. Kind of and this is out. before he was fucking Megan Fox. Oh yeah, because that was like 2008, like or six or five or something like that. Yeah, he's having hardcore UPN sex right now. <laughs> he's he's fucking best in a, yeah. a cavalcade of horrors. <laughs> I looked up this director, uh, Vern Gillum, and he started his career making McDonald Land commercials for McDonald's. Oh my God, and they look atrocious. They are as frightening wow. as you think they are. From the seventies, oh. oh, they're awful. Well, I, I watched this. Speaking of that, uh, did you ever watch that documentary on Netflix, the last blockbuster documentary? Uh uh-uh. uh I watched it for about. I didn't watch it until like the last ten minutes. It was kind of boring, so I left. But uh, I guess Jamie Kennedy's in it, and his first job Hi. in Hollywood was he was a blockbuster team member, and they did a series of commercials. It was him and Jim Gaffigan. And they did these series of Blockbuster commercials, and they were like the spokespeople for Blockbuster. And he said, he said the first year of his career in Hollywood was working for Blockbuster. He used to make $9,000 a year. And then with that Blockbuster job, he made $99,000 that year. Nice. Yeah. So that was kind of a neat story. And that's why he had like a connection to Blockbuster, which is kind of sweet. Jim Gaffigan's doing a little better. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. 
Well, because he didn't do Son of the Mask, so that's uh, yeah. on but Mr. Kennedy. Jim Gaffigan was never in a movie as good as Scream, so no, he was not. So there you go, trade off, trade off. Well, he was <laughs> he was very good in that movie about Ted Kennedy killing that woman in Chappaquiddick. Is it called Chappaquiddick? He's, I think it's called Chappaquiddick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one, that movie. Yeah. yeah, he's very good in that. Anyway, um, okay. He goes back to the office. He starts to have a meeting where he's going to show these executives his video. Like, this is my how we're going to sell the company. He plays it, and it's like a, some home videos from when he was growing up. Oh, oh don't forget, though. Oh, we're yeah. missing mom. the part where he goes to his mother. The yeah. mom, yeah. Yeah, that's the important part. He goes and visits his welfare mom waiting for a bus. <laughs> On a bus stop. Yes. Because I guess he never cared to take care of her. <laughs> but his secretary in the beginning is like, you want me to send your mom flowers? I'll pick them out. I also call her and say, you said it. And he goes, she would hate that. No. And that's it. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's like they don't really do a very good job kind of setting him up as an asshole. Yeah. So it's like, if, they, if they're going to set him up like, oh my God, he did this horrible thing. He took the baseball and he sold it and it killed his father. Literally, it killed his father. Because his father is dead, and he had a heart attack because he took the baseball and sold it. But it's like, that was an invest. Like Again, like I said before, it's like, Dad, if you let me sell this, I promise you I'll buy it back. Like I'm, I'm going to take this and get a business going. When I get wealthy enough, I'll buy you five of these. Like I will seriously repay you so much and, and take yeah. care of you guys. It's his grandfather's ball that gave it to his dad. So it's not like the dad was waiting in line for Babe well, Ruth. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of, it's kind of stupid. It's just like you have uh, like that's the whole thing of investments. Yeah, you have to invest it in something, and it's just sitting there collecting dust. They're living in squalor in this shithole house, and like, oh, it doesn't matter about money. Well, yeah, it does when you're fucking. You have a chance to make more. The house I mean, wasn't shit back then, though. It's no, shit that's true. Now. Yeah, it, it yeah. became shit now. But so is the mother living in a cardboard box then because she doesn't she didn't get to keep the house? Well, according so to IMDb, is... she's going to the welfare office. That's what she's waiting in line for. What she's waiting is for the bus right? for. Yeah, that's really? what IMDb says. Now, see, I didn't see that at all. No, it's uh so the the only thing they show him being an asshole at is he's on a stylus while she's talking yeah. in the beginning. That's that's, that's him being that's an it. asshole. Yeah, and that's it. And it's just like, well, I wouldn't you be doing that too? You can do two things at once. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing a businessman. He's I doing a it. bullshit interview. He doesn't care about what yeah. do you expect. But anyway, he does visit his mom, and then she spills everything out. Where he took the baseball. The dad was so yeah. upset he died, and she's <laughs> left with squalor and homeless, <laughs> and apparently doesn't talk to her anymore. He doesn't have anything to do with with the family. He uh, and apparently best died. See, I was lost on that. I didn't know if she died or not. I get confused where they start going Elizabeth Wicker or Elizabeth Carter. Well, Bess? Well, no. Carter? Yeah. Wicker? Carter? Wicker? Bess? I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Well, that was the reporter. The reporter was dead. And Bess took the identity of the reporter. But Bess is dead. But Bess is dead. But when did Bess die? Who the fuck is Carter then? And who's Bess? <laughs> it's the girlfriend, right? Like, the girlfriend, Bess. Is so dead. <laughs> it's so, like what? What's going on? It's, so I think it's so muddled. It's Elizabeth Wicker is the reporter. Bess Bess No, Elizabeth Carter is the reporter. Bess Wicker is yes. his ex girlfriend who looks like she's seven years younger than him. Yes. Very strange, <clears throat> but yes. Because 
he, he sees the video and then he goes back to his house. And this is when it started to feel like that Robin Tony episode where she goes to the house. Because he's out in the lawn and then uh, Bess shows up and, and she's like, how, he's like, how do did, how did you know I'd be here? She goes, I didn't. Yeah. I just showed up. And he's like, cool, I don't care about you. He turns around. Way too long. It's just like, I'm waiting for you to give enough time to vanish. All right, you're gone. All right, all right, get back in the house. Walks in there, and suddenly this motherfucker has VHS vision. Yeah. And he's walking around the house, and he's, he's like, turns into him as a 17-year-old. Yeah, he goes back in time. He grabs the ball, takes seven steps, looks at it, and just goes, mm, took way too long to go, no, never mind. Puts it back. He puts it back. The family shows up, and we get the Zales commercial thing, where it's, you're home. No. I didn't give you home. No. And then... The parents walk in and they're all excited and they start talking to him. And then Beth shows up right behind him to the point where I was like, is Beth, is he fucking his sister? Is that what's going on in this episode? I think that is exactly what's happening. But now, and it, but then that's when Beth, she comes in, she goes, she makes the acknowledgement that, oh, you're back in time. You're changing things. So you did it. Congratulations. Now let's go fuck at the, let's go fuck at the drive through And I, I'll put a baby in me. Let's wreck your life. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never be rich. You'll never have a coffee stand that you built with your two hands. You, you, I mean, Jesus Christ! Is, what is this? It's the it's the either or option of eighties eighties yeah. greed. I can either have it all or a family. Well, you can do both. You can have a small business on the side. Yeah, I mean, you can do both. Like, what's wrong with success? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. God damn. It's and I'll be like, honest. Yeah. If he had that, like Dick said, if if he had that conversation with the dad, yeah, it, this episode seems like it would be nothing. No, no, it was just a bad move to steal it and run away with a backpack. That was it. Well, because if, like I said before, if this was a Serling episode where the guy goes back in time and tries to change it, he wouldn't be allowed to. Yeah, because and then Bess would take the ball and she would say she would like melt, like she'd be like, "You can't change what you did." Or she beats ah! him, and beats in his head with it. And she, she turns into coffee grinds, and then he like he wakes up and he's in the middle of his coffee stand when he's like twenty two years old. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh my god, what have I done?" He jumps out a window. Yeah, and that's the end of the episode. See, now that would have been a Twilight Zone in nineteen fifty five, because that seems to be the running theme of Sterling is that work is too much, you need to relax. But yet, every time they go back to relax, it's a horrible nightmare, and it fucks up the present. But this gives you nothing. And this right. gives you nothing. Yeah, this is like a happy ending, though, because he gets to redo it. And it's like, oh, he did it. He's with Bess again. They're happy. Yay. Frank? No, I was going to say, and then, you know, a giant alien comes by and, you know, flips a, a sheriff's car. <laughs> thumbprint. Yeah, big, big thumbprint. Fuck that episode. The fear. That was ridiculous. <laughs> People fucking love that episode. It got really down to the wire there with that episode. I don't understand. The last uh, Twitter battle thing we did, that, yeah. was, that was in there until, I don't know, eight, final eight. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand. Like, maybe because it was just so over the top insane that people just liked it because it was so over the top insane and people just love that episode and 
And like this guy, he's like, yeah, let me just make myself at home and throw my leg up over the fucking chair arm. <laughs> I love that. Just like, yeah, that, he was I'll, playing. I'll, like I'm gonna be balls deep in your ass. <laughs> That's the fear. Oh, I have a note <laughs> with the mom because <laughs> he gives her the baseball. The mom. And he's like, here you go. And she gets on the bus and she goes, plup, plup, and he goes down the sewer. And I wrote down, uh, his homeless no, mom drops the priceless <laughs> ball in the Pennywise's lair. Yeah. <laughs> Pennywise rips his arm off. Here you go, Georgie. Oh, never mind. Sean Aston Green. Here you go, sir. Oh, Sean, oh I'm sorry, Sean Aston Green. Yeah, I love your work. Sorry. I love 90210. It's a great show. Tori Spelling's wonderful. You're going to fuck someone really soon oh. and everyone's going to be really jealous for three and a half months. And then everyone will pity you. And then they'll see Jonah Hex, and she'll be forgotten. Just no. like me, I forget chapter two. <laughs> so uh, what What did you do uh, for 90210 there, Dick? I'm sure you had something to do with it. Nah, I worked with the guy that was in 90210 News Show, and I knew of some people that were on it because I was in acting class with them. But I actually had to lay on top of the guy shirtless, and it was really hot, so I was sweating on him. And I felt so bad because like, I was supposed to play like a, an Asian man. So I was on what? top of him. Yeah, don't ask. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> what? Can, I've never been I, paid for this job. Can I ever. put a pause in this story and just say, did you have sex with someone from 90210? A man? No, it, it wasn't It wasn't sexual. It was. I think I was, I was passed out. So the Asian guy was supposed to be passed out on top of him. And then I was the body double because he couldn't do the shoot, the shoot anymore. So I had to double him. So they had to hide my face every time. How many Asian so people I, have your body? I don't know, but look it up. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm credited as Takashi on IMDb. What's so it called? True. What's it called? <laughs> it's called, oh, oh fuck, let me see. Uh, uh, Birds of a Feather, I think. Just type in my name. It'll be on there. Richard Pierce. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's on there. Takashi. <laughs> yeah. 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 Takashi yeah. six x by nine i. Everybody's so worried about racism nowadays. How he was the most racist. Well, this this was uh, like five or almost ten years ago, so we could get away with it then. Were you playing Takashi Mike, the director, and you fell asleep on someone? <laughs> yes, I did. Takashi. Yeah. See right here. What's it called? Go go up. Birds of a birds of a feather. From what year? Oh God! Uh, Did it say James Mangold? Twenty eleven. <laughs> no it's, idea. It's directed by Anthony Mindell, written by Anthony Mindell. Huh. Birds of a feather, they flock together. So the pigs oh, and swine. Oh, I got a lot of credits. Rats and mice might have their chance as well as I have mine. I got a lot of uh, Lloyd and Wonderland credits on here. Damn right. You're welcome. <laughs> I gotta put some. I gotta put some trivia on here. Go for it. I, I I'm way behind. I'm like a year behind on that, so I'll catch up. Yeah, and I, I got a few credits here. All right. Fantastic. Anyway. Yeah, I put a bunch <laughs> on there. Whatever. Anyway, I didn't even know I was on there. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's wow. let's finish off the episode and then we'll uh, do the filthy. That wasn't zone. insulting at all. No, it's it's fine. Well, I, it wasn't my decision either. My my the guy just said, you know what? You kind of look like this guy that we can't get. So we just like <laughs> do a couple of days with us. I was like, sure, I don't care. Money. And so I just and they I, didn't pay I didn't you. get paid. 
But I got to sit next to Olympia Dukakis. She was in the movie. Why the fuck was she in the movie? Because she knew Anthony. They were friends, and so his daughter or her daughter worked for him in his in his teaching school or his acting school. Vote for so Dukakis. I I, I was with Olympia Dukakis, sitting next to her in a fucking director's chair. What movie is that from? Out. Vote Dukakis. Vote Dukakis. What movie is that from? Oh, heavy eighties. Nope. Oh, 70s? Is it, is it a freaking nope. Iron movie? Nope. Oh, shit. 2000s. Oh, my God. Ooh. Uh. It is set in the 80s, though. Oh, shit. What movie do they write Vote Dukakis on something? Oh, my God. Or it's already written there. Oh, shit. And it was written by Maggie Gyllenhaal, to narrow it down. Oh, Die Darko. There you go. All right. Very good. <laughs> it's the, on the, the fridge the, at the, the party. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Because they wanted Reagan, that's right, because the dad yeah. liked Reagan. He didn't want Dukakis, that's right. Yeah. Johnny Dark, was that the one with um, the Jake Gyllenhaal? No. The one about time travel, and he gets hit by a car. Top 10 movie. He, she gets hit by a car, the yeah. girl, and he goes back in time and gets killed by an airport or airplane engine. Way to ruin the ending. Anyway, um, Oops. So, Way to spoil that great movie. So he goes back in time, fixes the baseball uh, skerfuffle, and then he goes outside. This is my biggest problem with the episode. He goes outside. He doesn't put. The, he puts the ball back. He decides he's going to take his underage girlfriend to go bang in the, in the movie theater and get some linguine or whatever. Well, he's saying his shagging wagon. They got a nice yeah van but, outside. But then it cuts to Forrest Whitaker in the living room. He's actually he in, in there. He, he's actually there for both scenes in the beginning and the end. I was amazed. But he's in the office in the beginning intro, and then he's in the house. It'd be but, great if he had like a piece of pizza for the fridge. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Well, he's like Gibbs on next date with her. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, but Best. he's Best. sitting there in front of the window. But then you see young, whatever the fuck his name is, go out, Sean. Young Sean, go outside. Not Sean Archer, but someone else. And he goes outside with the young girl, and they're like hugging in front of the car. I'm like, wouldn't this be more effective if it was Sean or Brian Austin Green? And the modern day Bess. Wouldn't that be way yeah. more effective if they just switched actors? So easy right. to shoot. You have so much dead space where you could have them just walk. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's... I thought it was going to be, yeah, they're going to walk and he's going to be with her. And they're going to get in, like a, in a Mercedes or something and drive off. Because together. she not she might not be dead because of what he changed. It makes way more sense. has way more impact. No. If you see your character that we've watched this entire time be yeah. revealed at the end. But no, they show a teenager. And I'm like, this ruins yeah. it all. So he, he basically has nothing. His life no. is over. Like I said, she's going to get pregnant, wreck his life. He's going to work at Starbucks. And that, that'll be his coffee chain he gets to manage. You know what would be funny? As, as far as he goes. Is if the only difference, let's say she died in a car wreck and he he was driving. and But now it's switched where she's driving. He He's <gasps> in the passenger and she lives and he dies. And just oh, shit. A horrible, yeah. horrible ploy. the baseball. <laughs> yeah. It's a horrible ploy by her. And his dad's like... <laughs> I'm sorry he's dead. Here's my baseball since he's dead. Exactly. And she yeah. buys them. She's a mogul now. That'd be amazing. That would have been a good twist. And again, that could have been the twist at the end. Another 10 he, minutes. He goes in. He goes into the car with her. And then you, you hear this laughter. And he goes, why are you laughing? And she goes, oh, it's nothing. And then they get hit <laughs> by a bus right there. She's just like, oh, nothing. And I'm just not really here. And, and she's and gone. The, bus, <laughs> the car explodes. And then she like, it's the funeral. He she gets the baseball and then she's at the end of the episode she's sitting at the board saying Monarch Food 
Congratulations on your acquisition on my co- my coffee company. Yeah, but then it would twelve his own two thousand two would have to ruin that where he's the. What, why are you selling your successful company? He, yeah, he's yeah, the reporter, yeah. and then it's back and forth for fucking ever. And it's called Bess's Beans. <laughs> flick the coffee, flick my coffee Bess's coffee. Beans. Bess's Beans. <laughs> okay. You, your bean. Goya bean. Eat that bean. What's she after? Oh, sorry. Can I, can I do two videos? One's an audio, I guess, but... I got another MRI done today. Did you? I did. And um, yeah. I've gotten 15 MRIs done in my life, I think. And I'm so fucking sick of them. Frank, you've had them, right? Yeah, uh, I'm scheduled for one um, um, tomorrow. Dick, are you here? I'm sneezing. What? I'm sneeze? I was sneezing. I'm okay. That's why I had to close it off and do all that. Have you ever gotten an MRI? Nope. Okay. Don't tell me you gotta get another surgery, bro. I don't know yet, but here, let me just do something for you. Um, I'm so sick of MRIs that I I eventually recorded I, today after I got home. I go, oh. I'm gonna record what an MRI is for someone who has never had it before. So here it is. Ooh, this is exciting. All right, we're set to get all started here. It does take about 37 minutes. Uh, I just want to let you know that I will be moving the entire cart that you're laying on halfway through, so just enough time for your arms to get stuck to the side of the wall in there, and then it will move and you'll think the skin on the back of your arms has been ripped off, but that is normal. Go ahead and sit back, relax, and do not even blink or move at all. We have to start all over. Yeah, we're done. I'm gonna go ahead and get you out of there. But first, I'm gonna wait in here in the other room. Yeah, we're done. I'm gonna go ahead and get you out of there. But first, I'm gonna wait in here in the other room. And uh, so long that you're gonna think I'm looking at your penis on the scans here and judging horribly. I'm gonna get some coworkers in here, maybe for all you know. Uh, Go ahead and give me a minute there. I'll be ready. That's the experience. Yeah, and no, thank you. And the sounds are horrific. It's pure radiation. <laughs> it's not radiation, it's magnets. And you know, and oh, it yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it wouldn't be so bad if it was an MRI on like your ankle or your knee, but it's your fucking back. So you're all the way in that yes. bitch. My next one's on my knee, so I'll be even further in that bitch. Oh. So I'm gonna have to get MRI, another can... MRI here and probably uh, oh, as soon as I can get it, but I don't know, but, but anyway, a CAT scan's for your brain, though. Yeah, right? is that the difference? And I don't MRI think you is... hear that. A CAT scan's a bit different from what I hear. Yeah. I don't know, but because an, MR, an MR, well, a CAT scan's like you got to be in there and like you wear leather. It's like, I think that's radiation. Yeah, that's radiation. Like, that's it's scary all, shit. It's all radiation. It's all gonna kill you. But it's all nuclear radiation. All right? I saw Terminator Genesis. And it is magnets because that's what yeah. attacked the robot. Um, uh, that's true. John yeah. Carner, <laughs> the MRI machine, which the force. When they came up with the name MRI, it was it, it was really going to be MNRI, but they left the N out because nuclear scares scary. people yeah. away. They left that N word out. Yeah, yeah. One of the few N words you should leave out, but yeah. What's she after? Yeah. 
All right, here is Filthy Twilight Zone. But I just want to say, had an MRI today. That's the experience if you never had one. I wanted to keep going longer and longer because it is 20 minutes that you're in there. But you get the idea, right? No, thank you. It's just, you have to put in earplugs and it's like, (laughs) it's so loud. Well, no, actually, (laughs) like uh, the place that I go, they give me headphones and they ask me, is there anything that you would like to listen to? And I I always bring... um, I have literally a iPad from 2005, <laughs> and I have um, Echoes, <laughs> or, or I mean, live from Pompeii. You know what's right? funny? Because that's so long. <laughs> I got an MRI in high school, and I was laying there. I'm like, my hip was fucked up, and they never found anything, but I was laying there for the first MRI ever, and I go, this is like Pink Floyd, and I was putting my own beat to it. My hands sweat, little locks too blue. But the problem is, they get, every time you're like, yeah, this is a good song, they're like, yeah, five more minutes. And you're like, oh, <laughs> God damn. damn. a song. Yeah. yeah anyway, here's Filthy Twilight Zone for Found and Lost. It's not very good, but it is what it is. It bees what it bees. It is. What's she after? My guess is we're spreading fast on the Monarch Foods buyout. No, we're off. She's been waiting almost an hour, Sean. This is not the time for bad press. You're your CEO of one of America's leading c- franchises. And yet you're trying to sell a company that you built from c- It's good. Remember? Yes. I remember. Why do I get the feeling that didn't go so well? Don't let that sweet c- fool you. She's up to no good. I think it's better. It's Alicia. I'll be by your place at nine. I can't wait to it's only been a week and it feels like forever. I miss you like crazy. Bye. I'll be so without you. You still have to me for the entire night. You still want me to say I love you, right? Yeah, that's what I you for. I just don't be so alright. Did she put you up to this? Who? The reporter, Elizabeth Carter. Did she you to put this here? I know you should. Very good, very good. Wait, home do grand slam at the end there, Phoenix. The ending is the only good part, honestly. The Dude. the rest of it you have to watch a couple times to hear because the music is so fucking loud in this episode. Well, no, I I uh, turned my uh, I I uh, because it you're right, it was loud and I was having a hard time hearing what they were saying, so I turned my uh, you know little uh, you know uh, on my mixer, I turned it down, you know. And then I was able to hear everything, and it yeah. was hysterical. But here's the best part. Frank laughed over it. I know you, Sean. <laughs> What's she at? That one part that I just noticed when she said, he goes, uh, she goes, the cock is good. And she says, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah, thank <laughs> that you. Worked, that worked out real good. It's hard to hear. I'm glad you picked that up because I was yeah. like, God, this music is making this not funny. Like, you can't hear it. It just makes the episode even weirder, though, rewatching that because knowing that she's the girlfriend, it it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Forget it. It's so, just not worth no, no. getting involved. Let's in. explore that because real quick because it'll take two seconds because we have no information. Yes. The girlfriend died at some period between when he sold the baseball and when he's yes. the mogul. Yeah. And then 
she comes back when he's 29 and when he's 33 in this episode yeah. and she goes you need to go back and not take that baseball this is the most important this here, uh, here in heaven here the second chance department yeah and then that's it well, but she's dead she's playing a dead person who's already a, a dead reporter she's dead why yeah. the f- why do we need the reporter backstory i don't know why do we need any of this None of it adds up or it makes any sense, but it didn't bother me. It didn't take away from the episode because uh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's just there's going to be holes in it, and this is a really plot-heavy whole episode. Yeah, it's okay. I want to bitch and bitch and bitch about what you just said, Dick. But in the end, it doesn't matter because you're not no, going to find any any plot holes. You're not going to find that magical uh, cock that fits that plot gl- glory hole. So. No. Let's just move on and let's give he our. Sold, he let's sold give it our, to Monarch Foods. <laughs> yeah, let's give our scores. Did anybody has anybody ever uh, uh, had the pleasure of uh, being in a glory hole? Well, it's supposed to be there to hold your pants. That's supposed to be. I'm supposed to talk about legally speaking. According to South Park. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I mean I went into one uh, not knowing I was in one. So it's it's a lot of. <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you were telling a gay story. Sorry, go. Okay, so I was 18. Turn your camera off. You're going to tell us a gross story. So I know you're not touching yourself. <laughs> was, that, was that a rest stop? Hands up. Stop. Oh, let me do this, Frank. Oh. <laughs> Too late. I exploded. Anyway, I found so, and lost my dick. So there's a place called Gemini Bookstore. And I didn't know what a bookstore really was. But uh, oh, what? Uh, you but, didn't know what a bookstore was? An adult bookstore. Adult bookstore. Okay. I didn't know what it really was. It's just a front for gay men to go and suck each other off through a, a through a wall I'll as they back. watch porn. So, yeah. did they treat you good or what? Give me 30, 40 minutes. I'll be back. Okay, look. So, I went into the room and I closed the door and I kept hearing a knock, 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 right? <laughs> I didn't notice the hole in the wall because who looks down at a wall while there's porn on the screen in front of you, right? If it's so dicks I'll... on the porn in front of you, you probably do look down or behind. Well, no, it, it, they, they didn't have gay porn on. I mean, they I mean, when you like cycled through the channels, there was some, but not a lot. You know, I. I, I skipped over it and went to the straight porn, right? This is the okay. always, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they have the glory hole, and they're like, it's in the men's room. I'm like, well, chances are I'm going to fuck you. And they're like, yeah, but you have your eyes closed. You don't know. I'm like, I know if I have a dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or my ass. <laughs> yeah. but look, I mean, so I, I kept hearing a knock, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck? So I would open the door, and I'd look out, and there's no one there, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? Am I going nuts? So I would close the Frank, door. Frank, pause. Yeah. Can you remember this story so we can do a spooky, spooky pasta cast about this? <laughs> a haunted cock going through a wall? This is perfect. <laughs> I so, went into the room and there was a floating ball sack. Someone on, on, the, on iTunes wrote, where are the rest of these? <laughs> it was like for spooky, spooky pasta cast, which is a complete joke podcast I started. Oh, we got, oh, we got to do more of those and then. This I'll, I'll is, be down to do those. This is perfect. Yeah, let's it, do some of those. Phoenix, I told you, it was really good. Like, you were you were on to something. You should have kept going with it. The it problem is I'm not passionate. Up. I don't give a shit about those. 
but they were funny though. But you gotta put like it, it, you gotta edit it. To, you gotta edit like a real with them. They have like haunted houses and like scary images that have nothing to do with the story, which makes it even better. No, it's it's all audio. It's, yeah, well, I mean that's what you. But over the audio, it's just the images. That sounds like a lot of work, and I'm making you know, fun just, of these people. But Frank, continue. You, you were sucking a cock. Sorry. Yeah, there's come on your mouth. No, okay. So ten minutes later, after opening the door at least seven times, <laughs> no, after yeah. hearing a knock, knock, knock. And open the door, and nobody's Frank, there. And I'm, pause. Yeah. Was it, or was it knock knock? No, it was legit knock. Okay, it was an actual yeah. knock on the door. Well, no, because the door and the walls were all wood. So, so was the cock that came through the wall. No, it was a guy. Uh, eventually. I guess the guy realized I didn't know what the fuck was going on, so I hear, psst, psst. <laughs> Put your dick in the hole, son. It's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, because I go, psst, psst, and I look down, and there's an eyeball looking at me. Oh, my God. He goes, put your dick through the hole. And I went, holy shit. And I opened the door, and I ran out the fucking <laughs> I never went back. I would have been... You went back last week. I would have been like, let me shake it off first. <clears throat> yeah. And, so then I, and then I would have took time. hold on. I wanna I wanna indulge in this fantasy. I would have finished peeing. I would have finished peeing and then been like I would have had a good 10, 12 seconds where I'm like, what is my next move? Yeah. Because I'm not seeing it. Does it mean that it's happening? Can you if I don't see who's sucking the cock? Is it gay? Can you pass me an anonymous note through the wall, put a bunch of hearts above the eyes, and just pretend you're a lady? Or can you get AIDS just with a dick suck? You can't. Unless his mouth is bloody, he's got bad teeth. Yeah, unless he has a cut in his mouth. No, no, you you can't. It would have to be a massive cut where he's basically zombie. There's like a point one guys guys pause. Do you really care what the fuck happens to you if you're sticking your dick through a random dark hole? Do you, <laughs> yeah. is this the you're time right. yeah, to contemplate consequences? Is this the time you want yeah. to do that? It's just like what Gandalf said. It's like that it's the deep breath before the plunge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like what Gandalf did, did before Gandalf that? went. When did he say that? Bilbo Before Baggins. Gandalf. It's so nice to see. Oh, 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 oh. Back when Gandalf the Grey became Gandalf the White. Ah. <laughs> Get it all over his face. I'm Gandalf the... I come to you at the turn of the tide. Turn I'm, of the tide. I, I am Bukaki Gandalf. Welcome. Uh, right of grass the brown came into the room and he sucked <laughs> me off. That man That's was a real name. K, right? I oh, guarantee, I guarantee Gandalf and um the the rabbit guy from Hobbit movies oh, did, yeah. did some glory hole action. Oh, absolutely. With the, Gandalf. The, he was called the Brown Wizard, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Right against the brown. They That's definitely fucked through a hole. They smoked tons of weed and they fucked like rabbits. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. The to... Shire is where it happens. Your hot, hot, hot gay sex. So Frank, yep. did did you do it or did you just left? You just left. He just left. He just ran away. I like ran. Pussy. I was like, whoa, gone. So that that means that you're a big fat homophobe. That's what that means. 
Well, no, if, if I it, just I'm if, not gay, Dick. I would ask. I would ask mouth or back. Because if it's back, if he's like bent over the other side of the stall, no, thank you. Mouth. Let's talk. Let's talk, my friend. Well, okay. So here's I'll talk in question. my voice. You talk in a lady voice. We'll talk. There's only, a flip, there's a flip side of that coin. Me. If he pays me, then. Well, he's well, asking for it. I don't need to get paid. Pleasure's pleasure. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I'm going to quote Heat here. There's a flip side of this coin. If you're with a transgendered <laughs> man to female, is it is it gay? Yeah. But, but she's a woman now. It's no, a woman. Not. No, she's not. It's granted. It's still a social, prostate, socially a woman. <laughs> like, it's socially, conceptually yeah. a woman. Yeah, but DNA, she's a man. It's a, exactly. it's a, it's a Twitter yes. woman. But yes, Twitter. Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't fuck her, that means you're a transphobe. That's what no. they say. No. Yeah. Yeah. If no. you don't, if you don't fuck her, you're a transphobe. No, because no, if a woman comes in and goes, "Hey, stick your dick, I'll fuck you through this hole," I'm like, maybe not. So no, that doesn't make me get, like no, it doesn't make any sense. No, I, well, I maybe know, I just I'm don't want to stick my. I, I'm not making this shit up. I'm just saying this is what they say. Maybe it I don't want to stick sense. my dick in a random Ooh. hole yeah. for a stranger to yeah. be like. Maybe I'll break. No, yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, but the but they saying that are the ones who are the women that turned women. Men who turn women. Yes, they'll yeah. say that. Yeah, they're the ones who are saying it, and I don't care. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's well, white I, I know, white, that, white that, people. That's the, that's the logic. It's white straight people who feel way too guilty about for something, everything, and they have to turn everything into a social social issue. Yep. So that's what it is, basically. But I'm yeah, just saying, white people are evil. I'm just saying, if you have a guy on the other side, maybe don't announce your presence. Maybe if he just slipped a note with some hearts over the eyes, like I said, and be like, "Okay, I can pretend you're a lady for five minutes." <laughs> You, you take out your your, your folded oh, up picture, that, of Jenny McCarthy, and just put it on the wall. See, that's, oh. why, that's why you right up against. See, I'm ready. Okay, okay. How about this? You stick your dick through the hole, and it's been ten minutes, but, by the way. But your head is watching straight porn. That's fine. Again, yeah, I don't know. It's it's all it's all it's uh, all I know. Older. I don't care what's Speaking gay or straight. I don't. I feel like Frank, you care way more than I do. Now no, I do, I just presented the question: Is that still gay? I don't care about that. Is what I'm saying. I don't give a shit. Hey, when, when I'm, in Rome? Yeah, one in Rome. Suck a dick. It's all that matters. <laughs> suck a Roman dick. That's all. That's all I care. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. You're on the other side. Get your Roman dick sucked. Sorry. Kill it. Kill it. Get a time. Let's go. You know. Yeah. You know. I mean, do what the Romans used to say. You know. Uh, you know, women are for babies and men are for fun. There you go. There you go. And 12-year-olds are prime. Romans didn't give a shit about what was gay, what no. was not. They're like, I want to come. Well, I'm Spartan. Coming. I mean, Spartan, right there. Spartan. Yeah. They're the fucking warriors. Yeah. They, they fucked boys. You're, they out loved there, it. you're out there with 300 men, some of them underage. Samurais. They used to fuck the, the, the kabuki boys. They were 12-year-old. They were Hollywood executives. Scott Rudin. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Anyway. The Nazis. Um, not everybody yeah. did, yeah. Um, the bad guys. But I guess the yeah. point of what I'm trying to say Hitler is... Hitler was a huge, like, lover of the Nords. He sucked so much Nord guy. Tom no, Elliott... He liked, he liked shit. He liked being shit on. Tom Elliott, please join us on our show. We, we'd love that. to have you on. I stand by that. Just please join us. And uh, I think you have a lot of, to add to this show. It would be definitely beneficial to everyone. 
I wonder what Tom would 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 uh, say to this conversation. I think he would politely bow his Jesus way the Christ. fuck out of the live stream. I can't take this anymore. I need to leave. He would I don't do think the, he'd say a word. He would just leave. He would. He, I can't only do it to Frank, but he'd go, well, gentlemen, I, th- I believe in that situation, if the gentleman were to say, um, would you please insert it, I would say, um... I have to leave. <laughs> and that's what, that's what he would do. He'd just he bow out. I'm having some communication issues with you, gentlemen. Sorry. Yes, my internet connection seems to be on the off-pointed end of the stick. And he would get off screen and go, what the f- is wrong with them? What's wrong with him? Of course, him? I would stick my dick in that hole. If he's listening to this right now, he's saying, "What the fuck is wrong with them?" Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> anyway, there's a reason nobody nice. joins us for our live streams. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, hopefully, he stops listening halfway through, and he'll be all right. So, found and lost. That is a true story. When I was 18, I did. So, so found my lost dick uh, was what? What's the scores? Are we giving scores now? I'm just saying, I've had a dick in my mouth in my life. Uh, found and lost. I gave a six. Yeah, I gave it a five. I'll, I'll say f- a five. I'll say five. It kept my interest enough. It was fine, and that's it, why I gave it know. a six. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Five is when I start to not like something. Uh, yeah. Six is when I go uh, eh. Yeah. Five keeps my interest. Six makes me start to like. Yeah, I kind of like this. Yeah, but fifty percent—that's what I, you got to go off. Fifty percent is a fail. It doesn't work for you. You don't yeah, like it. That's why I say six. Half, yeah, that's why I say six. I didn't. Well, six, I didn't. Well, sixty percent an F too. What's a D? No, it's a D. Sixty percent is a D. I know because you used to get them all the time in high school. Well, not where not the high school I went to. Seventy was anything below seventy was an F. You went to a oh, weird just, fucking high school. You went to a fucking uh, oity-toity smart prep school. That's where you went. No, I did not, sir. Did I you mean, go to have, engineering school? Have you heard me talk? <laughs> Frank, anywhere else, A's or 90s, B's or 80s, C's, 70s, D's, 60s, below that is an F. Yeah. Okay. In my school, it was 93 was an A, then 86, then... Um, then it was like uh, eighty, then uh, seventy six, then seventy. Wow, that would drive me insane. Yeah, well, you went to a bullshit what? school. Catholics. Um, did you guys both to go to Catholic school? I did. I, yeah, I did not go to a Catholic. Oh, I knew school. Dick did, but I thought Frank you did as well. Yeah, I did. No, no, I, I never went to a Catholic school because uh, uh you know. Weird. I, I went to a lot of schools, Phoenix. I went to three schools every uh, school year um, from first grade to ninth grade. Three schools uh, every uh, grade. And your dad was not in the military. Yes, he was. When you're in school? No. Exactly. So that's <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> well, no. He, he cooked meth. Oh. Rambo's killing everybody in the tunnels right now. Oh, good. Blowing them up. Oh, it's the best part of the movie. All right. So I give it a six. Uh, you guys give it a five. Whatever. Close enough. Let's move on and let's get out of here. Um, LIWstudios.com for me. I just posted a bunch of B-movie battles episodes on the YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland. Um, bunch of new stuff on there. 
And then yeah, I would. Saw, um, I what was it? Uh, ki- oh, uh, uh, killer clowns from outer space or something? Yeah, we did killer clowns thanks to the Twitter poll we did. That was the first winner of B Movie Battle One. Next, we're doing. Um, we're supposed to do the Blob next from 1958, but we're going to do Do- Island Doctor Moreau instead in a, in a few weeks. Oh, oh, you got. Oh, Dick, you'll be there for Island Doctor Moreau. So don't be don't be too yeah, jealous of us. That movie was right. that movie was painful to get through. Oh what yeah. is this? What is this? That is on <laughs> God. Um, Al Kilmer and fucking June second. Oh Jesus, okay. Well it's far enough away to prepare. I went to Dr. Moreau and then followed up by Lost Soul, the Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Dr. Oh Moreau. no, there so, you go. That's, that's worth it. So that's way, two yeah, episodes that's in one. It. Anyway. Uh, double feature. Never heard of that one. Um, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's actually really good. It's better than the movie is. About, Way better. Let's. Uh, that's it for me. Um, oh, uh, at Liw Studios at Liw the TV Review at Liw Anthology Pod at Phoenix West on Twitter. Frank. Uh, RedDragonsRadio dot com. Liw Review John Carpenter. <laughs> Liw John Carpenter Review. What is, what is wrong with your brain? It's dyslexic. You'll never get it right. I don't think you'll ever get it right, dude. Never. No, I can't. Maybe you should write it down. (laughs) This is coming from Frank, keep in mind. I know. And I can remember that shit. And I can't remember that. Captain 73 is an A. All right. We've talked for an hour and 17 minutes about this episode. So let's be done. Um, Until next time. And in the meantime. We did not talk about this episode at all. I'm Phoenix West. It was dick sucking. So long, citizens. Bye. You guys didn't get a chance to say your name because you're talking. Tick, tick it. He's Frank Links. Blah, 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 bye. Bye. Oh, I'm Frank Links. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. So long, citizens. Peace. Bye. How's your Mountain Dew come? Uh, It tastes creamy. Creamy? Salty? Creamy and salty like a milkshake with rock salt still in it. Like a dick through a hole.